The Jordan Love and Luke Musgrave hype train is making a stop in a city near you. Better get your tickets now. Caught by Watson. You are locked on Packers. He's got great speed. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Christian Watson down the sideline. Locked on podcast network. And he will score. Your team every day. You are Locked On Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski, and I cover the Packers for The Leap, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked On Packers. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked On Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet, and the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how. Thanks to everyone who makes Locked On Packers their first listen every day. We hope you like starting your day with us as much as we like starting our day with you. The Packers and the Patriots kicked off joint practices on Wednesday. More to come today. And then, of course, the game on Saturday. And we talked yesterday about how much Jordan Love had to gain from this week and the opportunity to put a punctuation at the end of his preseason process. That if he goes out and he plays well this week, you don't even really need to see him next week. That it's just full go. And against a defense that is run by Bill Belichick with varied fronts, varied personnel groups, varied blitz packages, Jordan Love did not put the ball in harm's way. He took what the defense was giving him and he hit a couple of shot plays down the field, including a 70-yarder to Christian Watson on a deep over. Also hit a 25-yarder up the seam to Luke Musgrave. Another beautiful throw to Romeo Dobbs, who made a great catch in a contested situation. One to Jaden Reed, where Jaden Reed almost completed, couldn't get his feet down inbounds. To put this in perspective, okay, it's just a practice. But Bill Belichick, this Patriots defense, they're going to show more in practice than in the game because you can't come film the practice. Now, technically, if you were a scout, you could get tickets. This was at Lambeau. It was open to the public. You could go and you could film. But technically, you're not allowed to film. There are plenty of clips on social media. But it would be against the rules, theoretically, to do because the Packers have rules against filming at practice. So we don't, you know, let's not overreact to one practice, but this is the thing that I am keeping my eye on closest early in the season. It's not accuracy. The accuracy, like any quarterback, is going to come and go a little bit. There's going to be a lot of things Jordan Love sees for the first time. Blitz looks he's never seen live in a game. Personnel groupings that aren't the ones that you repped all week. Defensive looks, disguises that he's never seen in person. Safety rotations and and zone dog blitzes and all green dog blitzes. All kinds of stuff. He's probably seen a green dog or two in his his life, but this is all going to be new to him. Not all of it, but there's going to be a lot of stuff that's going to be new to him. How does he handle it? Does he... Throw the ball up for grabs? 
Does he panic? Does he force it? Or does he stay calm? Does he get through his progressions? Does he get to secondary and, and like get to one, two, three, four if he needs to? Does he take off and run if he needs to? And against the Patriots in joint practices when it wasn't there, check down, swing route, outlet, don't press it, stay poised, do what you have to do. And by the way, the offensive line held up even without David Bakhtiari in a situation that, I don't know, let's just keep an eye on it. I don't, I don't have that much more to say about that. This is what you want to see. It's the processing. It is the risk aversion that you hoped he'd develop when you drafted him to say, look, we know that these are things that you're going to have to learn how to do. Let's hope you can learn how to do them because you can do all of these other things. And I actually, this is interesting. Maybe just to me, but, but to me, it was interesting. I went back into my notes on Jordan Love, my pre-draft notes. So before I knew the Packers drafted him, I went back and looked. And a couple things stand out. Because I was having a conversation. Does he have a strong arm? And if you go back and you watch his, his college tape, his arm looks stronger than what we've seen in the NFL to date. And I think a lot of that has to do with him working on footwork and trying to aim throws and all that stuff. He rips throws to the middle of the field. And, and into tight windows, absolutely rips them. Wow throws. I have, a, I have a, a bit in my notes here about being able to make a play fake roll and make a throw on the run. Wow throws. That stuff is there. And to the middle of the field especially, he will rip these balls. He's not always doing that because that's not always what is available to him. The patience that he's shown is going to be what we have to see early on in the season as everyone gets used to playing together, as everyone gets used to this is how this all works. This is what the offense looks like with us in charge rather than someone else in charge who wears number eight in New Jersey now. That's not what's happening anymore. This is an offense built for us. That may take an acclimation period. But if you listen to the people covering Boston sports, Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson were a problem for those DBs. And that is a very good defensive back room with Jack Jones and Marcus Jones and Kyle Duggar in the safety room, Adrian Phillips in the safety room. It is a very talented defense and, you know, wasn't perfect, obviously, but Jordan Love didn't go out and throw a bunch of interceptions. Like you hear, watch some of the clips from joint practices elsewhere. Listen to what was happening in with, with New York, by the way. The Jets, Aaron Rodgers running for his life, frustrated with what's going on. Everyone seems to be frustrated with the offensive line play there. It's not happening in Green Bay. It's not happening in Green Bay. The circumstances here right now for Jordan Love are for him to thrive. And so long as he is finding the balance of pushing it when it's there, and he had two more shot plays yesterday dropped, one to Romeo Dobbs and one to Christian Watson, hit the big one to Christian Watson, but had two more that were good throws just dropped. When you push it, you want to hit them, but one for three, by the way, if you don't turn the ball over, 
if you're running the ball well, if you're going to hit, if on third and six, you can pick up seven. If you can be in third and threes and third and fours all day, you can you can get yourself into position to score a lot of points. Now your kicker might miss a field goal, <laughs> but you got there. The Packers might have to do something about this kicker situation. Th- this is where the hype train really starts to take off. If he puts together another practice like this against Bill Belichick and goes out and plays a full quarter on Saturday night and, and does it again, I, that's it for me. I don't need to see him again. And, and it is time to be really, really excited about what he can be for the Green Bay Packers. I want to talk about another player who is really, really exciting. It is really, really exciting thinking about what he can be for the Green Bay Packers. We'll talk about Luke Musgrave when we come back on Locked on Packers. You don't have to choose between better hair growth and your health. Nutrafol provides a whole body health approach for men that promotes healthier hair. No drugs, no compromises, just better hair. A lot of men think losing their hair is inevitable. Take control of your hair's future with Nutrafol's science-backed hair growth supplement. Did you know that 80% of men will experience hair thinning in their lifetime? It's normal, but it doesn't have to be your fate. You can get ahead of thinning with Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement, critically shown to improve your hair growth, visible thickness, and visible scalp coverage. Nutrafol's hair growth supplements use physician-formulated natural science. Science. Their drug-free patented technology provides consistent, reliable results without compromising your sexual health, by the way. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering... $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com slash men and enter the promo code LOCKEDONNFL. Find out why 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com slash men, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com slash men and enter the promo code LOCKEDONNFL. And thanks for making Locked On Packers your first listen every day. Every dayers, Taylor Kyles, who is a New England sports media uh, covers the the Patriots, was at joint practices. He joins us for a summer Friday tomorrow. Don't miss it. I need you guys to understand something. The Luke Musgrave stuff has been difficult for me. And the reason it has been so hard for me to wrap my brain around this is because, number one, every day is going back to April. Remember, Luke Musgrave... Not my favorite tight end in this class. I I understood the idea in premise, but it felt like a pretty big gamble given the injury concerns and, and the lack of productivity because of those injury concerns, all of that. To use the 42nd overall pick on a player with that kind of risk was just not really where I wanted to be. It's also the case that Most rookies are bad and almost all rookie tight ends are bad. Like this is notoriously one of the most difficult positions to acclimatize to in the NFL. It's why I I just have, have been, frankly, doing a bit on Twitter about how great I think Luke Musgrave is gonna be and the hype and all that stuff. It's like 50% I get it and 50% a bit because. I, I can't believe this is where we are with this team. 
Luke Musgrave looks unbelievable by all accounts. And, and just forget accounting. He caught a touchdown pass down the seam against Kyle Duggar. Kyle Duggar is one of the best coverage safeties in the league. One of, one of the true tight end erasers that we have down the stretch last year. He was unbelievable. Like the only, the only guys at safety that played at least as many snaps as Kyle Duggar with as good a coverage grade. It's like Kevin Byard, uh, Tyron Matthew, Rodney McLeod. Like that's the list. He is really good at this. The secondary is awesome. They had nothing for Luke Musgrave. The second defense in a row that we expect to be really, really good in the AFC that had nothing for Luke Musgrave. He got a little pop, little, little push pass, low red zone, essentially a jet sweep by structure. Now, it didn't, it didn't work because the Patriots read it. Marte Mapu, the rookie safety linebacker hybrid player, made a really great play on it. Maybe if he doesn't read it as quickly as he does, Luke Musgrave has a chance to score. But the physical tools are really kind of unbelievable. To be 6'5", 6'6", 250, and move the way that he does. And I'm telling you, I was so ready to be skeptical. I was so ready to be dubious. On the other side, though, I firmly believe that the profile, and we had uh, Kevin Cole on this, who had done some research on the things that you need as a tight end that project well, and it's that 10-yard that split and then yards after catch, in college, and Luke Musgrave had that. He's got that elite burst, that athleticism, that explosion. We've seen guys come into the NFL before without that elite college production. Guys that were basketball players, Julius Thomas, Antonio Gates, Jimmy Graham, coming into the league, like learning the position basically and being awesome. So it's one of those positions that is difficult to get your finger on when it comes to trying to find the best guys and the best way just to approach drafting it. Like we talked about this all spring. It is a position that when you hit, it is so, so, so valuable. And you get that surplus value on the second contract because if you hit on a Mark Andrews, a Travis Kelsey, a George Kittle, one of those elite guys, they can tilt the field for you and they, their top of market is still $8 million short, at least, of where the top of the market is for receivers. And yet, in a lot of offenses, the Chiefs included, they just won a Super Bowl with their tight end being their primary pass catcher. The Ravens are going to run an offense with Mark Andrews as their primary pass catcher. I think you can make the case that when the 49ers, you know, have been at their best. It's been when George Kittle has been their primary pass catcher. It's really valuable. So, okay, but the high draft pick stuff has not worked out great lately. It's okay, second, third round, fourth round, fifth round, bet on athletes, all that stuff. It is, it, it is why... I have this inner turmoil about it. And I don't really anymore. I don't. 
because for every rule, there is an exception that proves it. Richard Sherman is the exception that proves the rule on slow corners. It's a stopwatch position. It just is. We rarely see tight ends come in with a chance to truly be the focal point of an offense. And I don't think Luke Musgrave is going to be that. But nine pass attempts, three of them designed for Luke Musgrave. That tells you something about where this coaching staff thinks Luke Musgrave can take them. This push pass from wide motion, not just short motion, not as the nub tight end, not like that. Shotgun, low red zone as the boundary receiver to come across the formation. It's just one of those unique circumstances. He is a unique player. And I've gone from going, okay, it's just shorts. We got to see him and all that. The speed plays. Like I've always been trying to pick out because I've been excited about it from the moment that he steps on the field and everyone else is just going nuts. But I've, I've been, you know, sort of that person that, that, that guards their heart in romantic situations. I'm like, come on, this isn't work. This isn't going to, this isn't going to work, right? This isn't going to work. But his speed is incredible. It's all that stuff. It plays. We know it plays. Okay. But like, is it going to work? Now, and we still don't know the answer. But to be in this position with this team right now, they want to build the offense around these tight ends. They're still a heavy 12 personnel team right now. And again, they come out with the starters and they play a bunch of 12 personnel against the Patriots in joint practices. They're going to continue to do that. Luke Musgrave can tilt the field for this Green Bay Packers offense. I don't think it will be consistently in year one, but he is going to make, or at least have the opportunity to make, one or two or maybe even three huge plays every week. More likely he makes like 0.5, like over the course of 17 games, if he makes eight to 10 big plays, that's probably right for a rookie tight end. But I am, I'm having, I'm finding myself having to recalibrate the way that I feel about my expectations for Luke Musgrave. And, you know, if you were having the kind of, of, of summer that Tucker Craft was, for example, you know, there's exciting things. Oh, the run game. Oh, a nice catch over here. Some good stuff in practice. Hey, this is going to be a nice player in a year or two. That's not what's going on. And and the Packers are sending their signals by dialing up these specials for him, by calling plays in the preseason for him. And it's not like they're like, okay, well, the veterans, they've got it handled. There are no veterans on this team. Like they need to get Christian Watson some work with Jordan Love. They need to get Romeo Dobbs some work with Jordan Love. So like, you can't just say, oh, well, they're featuring the rookie to feature the rookie. All these guys need the work. We want to see all of them featured. He's going to be a huge part of this offense this year, like now. The hype train is leaving the station, baby. You either got to get on board or wave as it passes. I'm getting on board.
Thanks to everyone who makes Locked On Packers their first listen every day. Every dayers would love for you to go check out what we're working on at The Leap, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. Um, great stuff coming this week. Uh, uh, Jason Hershorn, America's guest and my co-founder over at The Leap, has a piece coming on Friday that I think you are really, really going to enjoy. I'm not going to spoil it, but go check that out. And go check us out on subtext. Locked On Packers. Um, I'm going to send exclusive content to our subtext users um, been on there trying to communicate with the people that are on there. Send me a message. Once we get rolling, send me a message and say, hey, Peter, what's up? You'll get a message for me to start. So once you get that message, hit me up with whatever you got. We're having a blast on there right now. I want to finish today with a, a position group that I don't think gets enough love. And right now, I think is a part of the team that has taken the most grief over the last few years. And that is this front in particular, this defensive line, according to one Patriots reporter count between Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi, the Packers put together 13 sacks, eight on Zappi and five on Mac Jones. Now Zappi's the backup, but, there were people in New England that wanted Bailey Zappi to be the quarterback of the New England Patriots for like weeks last year. And Bailey Zappi played pretty well against the Packers last year. 13 sacks in a practice without Rashawn Gary. That means Preston Smith. Kingsley Nate Barre had a really good day. Justin Hollins had a really good day. Carl Brooks. Carl Brooks is just a guy now. He's just somebody that's going to walk into this defensive line rotation and be able to pressure opposing quarterbacks, get in the backfield. Kobe Wooden, Devontae Wyatt, Kenny Clark, like not even, not even participating, not even full go. And you're getting ass kicking from this defensive front. That's a really good sign. A part of that is because this team has, has wanted to play a little bit more aggressive, a little bit more downhill. That mindset permeates every part of the game. So if you're saying we're going to play more man coverage, we're going to press more on the outside, that, that diffuses across your defense. That isn't just something that your linebackers pick up. That's something that your defensive front picks up, that everyone gets attuned to a little bit. And so you find those opportunities to encourage your team, to empower your team. And now all of a sudden, your pass rush knows I'm going to have that extra split second. I'm getting to the quarterback. I'm getting that sack. This front has a chance to be extremely disruptive. They're bringing slot pressures in preseason. Joe Barry wants to signal to everyone, this is a new, new year, new me. That's what this is. And it just so happens that they've added a slew of really talented, really disruptive players to this group. And guys who are going to get better, guys like Kobe Wooden, like Lucas Van Ness, like Justin Hollins with more opportunities, like Kingsley and Ikbari, who our pal Ty Dunn wrote a, a great piece about um, for Go Long. Had a great line in there about, how, hey, everyone thinks we're going to be bad. So why not play just balls to the wall and, and let it all hang out? 
That's the mindset of this team. Hey, no one thinks we're going to, you know, win 10 games. So let's, let's go show them. It's a great mindset for a defensive front to have. And by all accounts, Packers and Patriots, Packers defense won the day. And it was, you know, it's one thing to do it against, you know, the Bengals backup quarterbacks who stink. It's another thing to do it against Mac Jones. Do it against Bailey Zappi, who's actually a very good backup quarterback. I mean, the Packers dominated the second offense for the New England Patriots. I mean, Bailey Zappi running for his life. That's encouraging. You know, all the caveats you want to throw out, it's just one joint practice, all that stuff. This is still a Bill Belichick coach team. And their offensive line is, is pretty good. It's, it's great to see this kind of disruption. They were good against the run, against the Bengals. Good against the run again with Ramondre Stevenson and Ezekiel Elliott. Zeke. There is a, a chance that this improvement that the defensive front is making ends up being the deciding factor on this defense actually putting together something worth celebrating. There's been some questions to various Moore. Was the guy out there starting at safety? Russell Douglas joked after the practice that he was the starting safety because there's been a lot of questions about that. Carrington Valentine playing so well. We've talked about it on the show. And he said, I'm, I'm the starter, but of course he's not. He's playing a corner and he's an awesome corner. And, and I think he I think he he was joking about it, but I think he really does get it. This idea that like, hey, I'm a ball hawk. I've got great instincts. I make plays on the ball. I understand why you'd want me to play safety. You want me to be Ed Reed. That's not what I do. He didn't say that explicitly, but that was, to my mind, at least the implication that he was offering. This We know the secondary is good, and we know what the talented linebacker is with Devondre Campbell, who was an all-pro two years ago. Quay Walker, who seems to be making improvements, even incremental ones, in year two. And so if the safeties are just fine, and they weren't last year, but they're, they're searching, even if they're not, if this front is as, is as, as excellent as the talent says it can be, with Clark and Wyatt and Slayton, who's played extremely well so far in training camp. You had Brooks and, and Wooden. It really starts to look like a deep, deep group. I think this front seven, when you look at the two deep, with the defensive linemen and the edge rushers especially, man, it is as deep a team there as I can remember. And if that translates to the, to the regular season, this defense has a chance to actually meet the expectations we had for it last year. All right, back tomorrow, a summer Friday as we get you set for Packers Patriots coming up this weekend. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to come hang out with us live like we are hopefully doing on Saturday night, you can come and subscribe on YouTube so that you can stay Locked on Packers.